Hey everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas podcast. Sorry we forgot to inform y'all about last week's missing episode. The show is returning to its bi-weekly schedule with the next episode coming out on October 2nd. We are going to begin uploading our new show, Infinite Adventures, sometime that week. I want to shoot for, I want to say, October 4th. Keep posting on our social media and we'll let you guys know exactly when. Uh, where me, David, and Donovan, and our friend Justin, uh, play through the Pathfinder Adventure Path, Strange Eons. I'm really excited to see uh, that that's finally coming out. It's been a blast recording and uh we uh we have to have david put up with some of our uh shenanigans uh he handles it pretty well he, he doesn't get caught off guard easily also kind of on a sour note on this other thing uh we're going to be putting the infinite Can- uh, canvas podcast on an indefinite hiatus after we post the rest of spectrum files and just a few more episodes of what we've already recorded uh we plan on relaunching a new project and we're going to talk more about that in 2019 when that gets cemented more into i guess you could say yeah, and when it gets cemented uh, better. Uh, be sure to keep up with us at SciStar.net or our Twitter at SciStar Comics. And without further ado, here is Spectrum Files, Blank Slate, Episode 5. Hey guys, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas Podcast. This is David here. I know it's weird, I'm starting off. Usually it's John. For some reason, he wanted me to start it off. My name is David again. I play Allison, aka Shadow. I am Paul. I play James. I'm not gonna give what James is also known as, because James doesn't like it. So there. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Donovan. I play Dr. Alan Thorne, also known as Gremlin also known as probably the most reasonable member of this team. Also known as a guy that got us in trouble because he wanted to hack a computer. <laughs> and I'm John Venegas. I didn't get you in trouble, you got you in trouble. Damn, already got some tension on the team. And I'm John Venegas. I got me in trouble. <laughs> and got out I'm of John, it. You didn't properly introduce yourself. I'm just happy to yeah. be here. Uh, I mean, that's cool, you guys can talk, but I was just, I was going to do a funny bit where I was going to say, Hi, I'm John Venegas, and I play Harry and Spy, Jonathan Barnes, Ronnie Todd, because I play all the other characters. But that's cool, too. I think you missed the Hawaiian. Uh, actually, I did miss the Hawaiian because I gave him a name, but I already started mumbling by the time I got to it. <laughs> oh, oh, he has an actual name now? Uh, yeah, he, I give everybody actual names now. Yeah, uh, if anybody actually cares to know, the Hawaiian's real name is Sam Panapolos, which is the name of the guy who invented Hawaiian pizza, and I'm canonically uh, thinking he's just his son. Or grandson. Whichever one works best. Well, I'm still going to have them as the Hawaiian in my list of people who I have influence over. I'm renaming one of the characters because I don't want to accidentally get in trouble with this, even though I don't think that's going to be an issue. Anyways, the character that we said was the Black Power Ranger. Uh, he's going to be renamed Mastodon, which is not much of a difference if you think about it, but... It really isn't. It really is not. But I like. I also like the idea that um, that uh, Paul brought, up, uh, brought to us that the character of um, the, the guy who played the Black Power Ranger had actually gone to uh, some school in Garland, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he went to Garland. I can fact check that to make sure I'm not like spouting lies. <clears throat> we don't want to be known as fake news. It's who really gives a shit, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah. So uh, canonically, in this world, he is also a superhero who just so happens to be playing a character who inspired what would 
later be called the Power Rangers. We have the scene set up where uh, you guys are inside a Spectrum right now, the Spectrum facility, Spectrum Tower. And you guys are in the underground floor where you guys are in a cafeteria. Gremlin is right now inside of an air vent looking down at what's going on. Uh, Jonathan Barnes uh, is holding on to Spite right now. He's kind of in shock. Uh, he's been holding on to him for a while now. He doesn't really understand what's been going on. The Mastodon, you have the Hawaiian and the Shoehorn. They're all standing and they were, they were originally cheering him on and grinning, but James decided to basically uh, get in front of them and call them out on their bullshit and now you know you've got uh, control over them with uh, guilt. Right next to Jonathan Barnes is a character that is known as Dr. Todd who David so graciously pointed out immediately without letting the uh, listeners figure out on their own. Sounds very evil. Looks very evil. Um, so that's up to debate, I guess. Um, or really not. Is up to I don't you. know. You guys... They heard the episode with me, then they know he's pretty fucking evil. Oh, it's the same episode. I, I, I'm putting them together. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's pretty fucking evil. I mean, you don't know that. Oh, yeah, the, from the files. I forgot about My character knows that. <laughs> the files. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you have you had access to the files. And sometimes it's hard for me to remember what, ac uh, what information you guys have and what information I have. If he managed that and I ever woke up, I would end up taking over the world. So, I'm really glad that you guys didn't interact more. Uh, now, you guys are in the situation where you are inside of the superhero... Uh, capital of Dallas, essentially, and thank goodness the security system is down. Yeah, so what do you guys do? Oh, by the way, Aaron is there, and he's a normal human being. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. I'm going to assess the situation. That is a nine. That means I get one question. Oh, shit, it was the second Black Power Ranger? Yeah. What was the second Black Power Ranger? Y Johnny Young Bosch? Yes. Oh, shit. What would be the best way to end this as quickly and safely as possible for me and what I consider my team. For you, if you just left, you'd be fine because you probably wouldn't be detected. But if you're going for and your team, James already has basically told them that he's there. But I don't believe that they know who James is other than the fact that he's wearing a costume. Allison, it's up to debate if they see you or not. James, your costume does look kind of unprofessional and civilians do have access to this floor so i'm not sure if they would know who you if perhaps they might not know who you are you want to is there a way to figure this out because we already discussed the combat commando which i know you loathe that name has done some work before and has been recognized before but we can say that that not all of them may know who you are or something or other like that hell they could just think he's a fanboy or you're just some lost kid who's in this place dressed like a superhero because you're on tour right <laughs> so wait even though james went up to them and basically told them off they still don't know what's going on? I have no idea how Gremlin would possibly give you that information. It was super complex that I just gave you. I know what I want to do here. That this would change the situation a little bit. Oh no. Good or bad. I mean, it's up to y'all. I can go either way. I also know what I want to do, but it's more of a really quick, super thing. No, I just forgot Aaron was there. So I just turn around and push him out the door. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and send a text to Allison and just kind of, Okay, don't know why you two are here, but we need to all get out of here. Why? If if we leave, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Spite, right? Who's currently yes. having the life choked out of him? Okay, thank you. He's uh, unconscious, yeah. <laughs> okay, He's his that. text, by the way. He's texting us. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well then I can't really respond. It's like, hmm, I actually don't know how to respond to that then. Because... 
from what from what my character understands, Spike's probably just going to be put in the lock. For my, what I want to do is I want to just quickly push Aaron out the door. If there's a door, uh, I want to shut it. I, I don't want him. I don't want him in the room at all. If I have to shut the door, I'll do that. But I just push him out of the room. Uh, very quickly, just do that. <laughs> very quickly. Hey, hey, hey! And he's banging on the door. I, I and I, I use my uh, right hand. I, I guess that's when I hear the my little phone go off. I, I get a message and uh, I read it. I tell uh, I tell James to back off uh, to come towards me. I, I I don't know if his uh, if his action he did uh, last time. Uh, has done anything to the other heroes around here. Um, I don't know if he has time to walk back to me, but I call him over. I'm not sure if I'm gonna sit and just wait. Like, if the heroes aren't doing anything, and someone... Because, like, he fell unconscious, and he's still just gripping him by, by the neck. By the scruff of the neck? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try and separate them. Like, I'm rushing in. Okay, I guess as I see him not listening to me, I text Grim back. I text Grim back, hey, there's no us leaving. I guess we're gonna, we're gonna get, uh, Spike back. Yeah, I see that. Give me a minute. So since I'm trying to s- separate them, the the best role should be directly engage a threat, right? All right, I have a danger stat of zero, so this is just a straight roll of a two. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> uh, you're trying to uh, you're trying to uh, 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 unhook them from them, right? Essentially. Yeah, just trying to separate them. Okay. Uh, well, I was going. <laughs> you got a straight ten or uh, or above. I was just going to let you do it, and he was going to stare off like gazed into the nothingness, which is what I was hoping you would do, but, uh, oh shit, uh, he, okay, so you try to take Spite off of his, off of his hand, and he's not letting go, his grip is tied down like a, uh, like a, uh, dog whose jaw is, like, t- uh, is tightened down on someone's ass, and he just looks down at you, Why specifically the ass? Because it's happened to a friend of mine before, and I know what it, I've, I've had to deal with the description, um, sorry, sorry, Michael, by the way, um, <laughs> Uh, so, he looks down right at you, he, he blinks, and he just goes, uh, what's going on? What are you, what are, what are you, what are you doing here? And he looks down at Spite, and he just goes, oh, shit. Um, and he, in a panic, he, he, he hits you. Oh, so I have to roll to take a massive blow, or am I just being hit? You're just being hit. I'm not gonna say he, he's doing a powerful blow. Pick a place. Oh, uh, I don't know. How big is he? Uh, <laughs> he's a big beefcake of a man. So probably somewhere higher. Uh, no, go ahead and roll for a powerful blow, I guess. Okay. Let's see, I have no conditions marked currently. Probably gonna change with how well I tend to roll. Oh, that's a seven. Mm, you gotta choose one. Oh, but I wanna roll low. I forgot about that. Okay, let's see. So my options are lash out verbally, uh, provoke a teammate to do foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. By the way, right now my character is either looking for some sort of good-sized combat robot, or an announcement phone. Okay, right, so you're not in the room, right? Right. Or I can, or I could give him an opportunity or give ground, or I could mark two conditions. Let's see, if I'm just getting hit, giving ground and like getting knocked back makes sense. So, uh, my opposition gets an opportunity, so I guess that means you have to set up a soft move or whatever it means. I guess provoke a teammate to foolhardy action would have also been appropriate, because I'm basically dragging the whole team behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I apologize you feel that way. I also, I text Gremlin back, hey, if we're gonna show up, can you show up 
now. Wait, Dr. Todd thinks that I'm still upstairs waiting for that soup. Uh, yeah, he still thinks you're upstairs waiting for your soup. <laughs> what kind of soup? I have an idea. What would I have to roll to basically distract the entire cafeteria? Uh, what would you roll? I mean, as what electronics would be in the cafeteria? Television? Like, I got a good look of the layout of the cafeteria, right? Let me set up, uh, let me set up Pulse off move really quick, because that's the thing that's immediately going on. Um, alright, so, you, uh, as you knock yourself back and give yourself an opportunity to look, uh, you notice that he snapped out, uh, Barnes has snapped out of his shock, and he's in a blind rage at this point. And, so uh, uh, Todd is looking at him, and he just goes... Hey, you, you're right there, buddy. You look a little, uh, like, uh, going through something again? And then Barnes just goes, It's... I, 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 I didn't think that I'd, I, I'd see him again. Um, I mean, dude, you work at the same building. Like, why wouldn't you see Spite again? And it's like, I just... I, I told him very specifically to keep me away from him, to keep him away from me, because if I, if I did this... Something bad would happen, and I, I just, I, I just, I just don't know what to do. And he starts, uh, kind of, I would say, swinging his arms around. He just doesn't know what to do. He's panicked, and he's just throwing his arms around. And he, you might want to get away from him. Essentially, he's not in control of his emotions anymore. Has he dropped spite? Uh, he has dropped spite. He's dropped spite. Okay, I was gonna ask that because that that would have been an interesting. Oh uh, no, no, no! He's not visual. throwing him around while he's holding on to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Alright, where is James and, uh, like, distance-wise, how far is he from Spite? Uh, from Spite, okay, so, uh, visuals, um, alright. You knocked yourself back a little bit, so I'm gonna say that you've, you're probably maybe a good person's length away from him, and he doesn't have some sort of, like, <laughs> his arms are big and, uh, and strong, but I don't think that he's got some sort of weird stretchy powers or anything. So that he's... is a weird form of measurement, but okay. Yeah, uh, like five feet away from him. Uh, Spite is on the ground. He is on the right side of uh, uh, Barnes, I would say. Maybe a good foot away from him. I would like to use an action. I want to spec. I want to spend an action point. That's not a real thing. I want to um, say, what the <laughs> fuck game are we playing? <laughs> um, I yell out to James, grab Spite, and since I see what this uh, uh, Barnes just thrashing around. I want to create like some kind of uh, psychic barrier or force field, um, like in at, in front of uh, Spite, so um, James can go and uh, and retrieve him without getting hit. That would be unleash your moves, I would say. You're in a tough situation here. Uh, John. Okay, yeah, I do apologize. You were asking me a question. Uh, back to um, you. Along my way, I'm going to assess the situation to see if I can't find, like, a tranquilizer guy. Because bulls going crazy, they probably have tranquilizers for that. Okay, go ahead and roll. I'm a roll two. Nine, ten for me. That is an eight for me. Uh, and you're doing assess the situation for a very specific item? Yes. That I could very well say doesn't exist? Um, I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> No, yeah, you find a tranquilizer gun. I wouldn't say it's a tranquilizer gun, I would say it's a taser. Right. So, I'm grabbing that on my way to the cafeteria, and I'm going to be going under the whole idea of, I heard something major was starting to happen in the cafeteria, if anyone asks me. And I'm uh, creating a nice, sturdy little force field or shield to uh, to cover the front part, um, or to cover, you know, in, to be in front of Spike's body, so in case... Um, so. Uh, so, uh, James can go and retrieve him, and doesn't risk getting hit by, uh, Mr. Crazy Man Barnes. I guess 
guess I'll run in and uh, move Spider away from the, the thrashing. Okay. Um, you don't turn invisible, do you? Uh, no, I don't have that sort of power. So, but like, I was. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know if I have an appropriate <laughs> No, I'm asking that. David. Okay, um, uh, well. No, it's a, it's a clear force oh. field. My, like, on, like, purple or pinkish purple energy. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess it's see-through. I don't know. It's just, like, a force field. The three guys that you saw earlier that were just, like, didn't like Spite, and now see that you were taking Spite away. You hear the Hawaiian just go, Hey, uh, what, what, what are you doing? You just taking him away? No, I'm just getting him out of the fight. Oh. You know, keeping civilians out of danger. Oh, yeah, that's... Your job? <laughs> that's, uh, probably something we should have done. I don't know what accent that is, but I've heard it somewhere. <laughs> is, is that Jewish? Is that Jewish? I don't know. If that is... That was, was, was like, old person Jewish, I guess? I mean, it, I guess so. Crusty like the, Krusty the Clown's father. Kind of oh, Jewish. fuck yeah! And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, just move him to an edge of the room or something. Uh, clearly, I have to be dragging him because I'm not like huge. I mean, if you think about it, if you just if you if you try to carry him, you'll wobble away, and <laughs> you can just keep doing that ad infinitum. I, I am not aware of my power set. <laughs> I know, but that. I didn't have that idea. <laughs> the world's most famous waiter. <laughs> oh, technically, the power applies to me, not necessarily the things that I carry. Oh, are the heroes, do they look like they're about to get involved in this? I mean, when I mean involved, do I mean, like, show aggression towards us? Or do, do they still, like, look like they're just out of it down there? Or are they freaking out because Barnes is freaking out? Right, Barnes is freaking out, they're freaking out. So I'm going to say that they're, um, they're kind of on the edge. Uh, I, I'm not really sure what to do here. I mean, I don't like it when Barnes gets like this. He, uh... Uh, 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 pineapples, go! And he throws a stream of pineapples at him. (laughs) That comes out of his... Okay, if that's not distracting, nothing is. I got notes on this, I got notes on this. Left hand. (laughs) 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 Um, the Black Power Ranger... Oh, fuck, I said it. Uh, Mastodon walks up to you. We're gonna get sued now. Oh, Oh, shit, there goes the podcast. Uh... (laughs) Don't worry, we never saw the we never said the company name. So so long as no one says Schmabin. <laughs> yeah, as long as no one says well, I don't even know the company that owns it. I couldn't get it wrong on purpose on accident, um, or on purpose. Uh, yeah. So Bastidon comes up to you and he's just like, um, I don't know how to sound like Johnny Young Bosch, so I'm just gonna talk. Hey, um, hey, uh, sorry about just now. We just we really don't like Spite. Um, you want us to help you drag him out of here to safe room? Yeah, that would be good. Right. I mean, if if, uh, if there's any consolation, uh, we can go off a pizza if you want afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hey, Allison, by the way, you're still in the room. Um, yes, I don't I think have. they've noticed you uh, in the crowd of people that are around. Oh, there was a crowd of... I thought they were just the heroes. I didn't know there was a crowd of people. No, nah, there's just, like, civilians that are just kind of, like, at the, at the edge. They don't know what to do. Uh, so I'm going to assume you're probably in that area or something or other? I would be by the doors. I don't know how far away that is. Uh, let's see, because before uh, casting that protective barrier, I had threw Aaron out the door. So depending on how... how I don't know how uh, far away that is, that is from the current... Uh, Actions. Okie doke. Um, Grillin, uh, did you grab that taser? Yes, and I was headed towards the cafeteria. So I'm assuming I run into these three in the hall. Well, four technically. Alright, so the, uh, threat here has been de-escalated, I'm gonna say. Some of the other, um, some, uh, it's like Todd has found a way to, uh, to kind of, uh, 
uh, take the edge off on him. He, uh, as you guys leave, you notice that uh, Todd takes out these weird-looking whips that come out of his um, uh, underneath of his sleeve. They are uh, white, whitish gray, kind of have a uh, unusual tentacle tendril-like uh, quality to them, and he wraps them around Barnes and he just holds them down. Uh, as you guys leave, you guys regroup outside in one of the hallways uh, in an area that I guarantee you won't get caught in whatever blah 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 uh, for the time being. <laughs> um, if you guys decide to get caught, that's on y'all, not on me. Um, I step outside and, and just yell, <laughs> come at me. Yeah, um, okay, so James, do you want to... Hello, authorities, we are unregistered heroes. Oh, hey, uh... now I have a taser. <laughs> oh, cool, oh, I have a taser now. <laughs> what have you guys achieved in today's episode? <laughs> uh, James is getting closer to having the respect of more heroes. Allison is doing a good job at being sneaky and stuff. Gremlin got a taser! Um... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They keep these tasers here to put people who have high power under control. Yeah, they're pretty it's fucking... It's gotta be one hell of a taser. Yeah, it's gotta be one hell of a taser, man. Um, okay, everyone here has seen Rick and Morty, correct? Yeah. No. No? Oh, okay. That, a no from Paul. But, um, okay, for John and Don, um, do y'all recall the, um, I think it was the second time they did the, the interdimensional cable? Okay. And, uh, they have, they, what are the shows on there? Was a weird alien, I think, or a weird, a weird thing, will go around offices and steal things, and then he'll come back, oh and at the end of the thing, he'll rate what he has. So, like, I found, um, four plastic cups. That is 14 schmepples. Uh, I got some pens. That is 16 ripples. Uh, that's what I imagine, uh, Don's character, but with <laughs> weapons. He's walking around, he finally gets back to his office. Well, considering goes, uh, my next potential, the uh, uh, abilities I'm going to be getting, uh, that okay. kind of works. It's like <laughs> Antiques Roadshow for villainous acts. Alright, so you guys are outside in the hallway. I'm going to ask a really quick question to James. Uh, I'm, okay, I mean to Paul. I can't, I, I, the DM, cannot ask James a question. That would be really weird. So, quick question. Are you going to uh, let or uh, just let uh, the other three guys uh, take uh, spite, or are you going to kind of see where they're going, or what's up before you regroup? Uh, once I'm satisfied that they're actually, you know, doing their job and like moving out of the way, I'm I am going to trust them against me as a player's better judgment. And that was the wrong pronoun there. I think grammar's weird. All right, so against your better judgment, you're going to do this as a player, but. James trusts them. Yeah. Fair enough. Should he really? You you see them going uh, across, uh, you see them leaving and they're going to a medical facility, uh, to the medical bay, essentially, uh, that's uh, nearby in the same uh, building. All right, you guys have regrouped? Do you guys want to discuss what's going on or? And the first thing, if I see um, Mr. Graham, first thing I'm going to say is, what, what the, the hell, hell happened, happened here? here? I can give you the full story when we get back to the lab. My question is, what are you guys doing here? Uh, maybe... Like, saving her ass? Hold on. Uh, Aaron's here, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Aaron's been kind of uh, working on this for a little bit. While we're out oh, of shit. character, I'm just going to say, every time that I've tried to refer to Aaron, I almost, I always want to put Uncle in front of that, so I am going to slip up eventually. I'm just <laughs> letting you know. And that's probably going to be in character. Okay, so it's just the three of us in this hallway? Uh, four uh, you're, there, Aaron's with you. He's, he hasn't been shown to be any sort of threat at this point. I say that like everyone's a bad guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to generate a paranoid, uh, aura, I guess you could say to this, so, I'm just gonna say that, 
whenever I mention characters. Uh, but I mean, we do explain. Uh, we do explain to uh to Graham that hey, hey by oh, the way, this guy, guy that's, that's with us, us his, his name, name is Aaron. Aaron. He is uh, a detective. That is the word I like to use. Yes, uh, I, I would say, say that, but he's he's pretty, pretty bad for being a detective. I'm, I'm not, not sure if he if he's even a detective. detective. I mean, you didn't know where all that this has happened before. So and um, he is a he he he's on a mission. He's on a mission to locate the null as well. So that's why he's with us. By the way. Oh. Good. Hey, he said we didn't know this was happening. I'm like, did he know that this was happening? <laughs> oh, would you look at the time? Um, yeah, I did say that. I... This has happened before. Uh, to my knowledge, at least, uh, San or uh, Seattle was the last place it happened, and we kind of got all together and we launched it into space, and nobody knew about it. Okay, here's the thing. We're heading to the lab. Holy my shit! <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> you only just now noticed me. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sorry. This by I, now. I, I, I thought I thought I didn't look in your general direction. I just thought it was like I, I'm sorry. I, I thought there was a speakerphone over there or something in a pile of sloppy joes. But you're, oh, are, you, gross. are you? I'm sorry. Are you? Are you like a meta sloppy Joe? What What are you? <sighs> I shift myself to where I'm decently human looking. Hi, I'm Doctor Thorne. Oh, um, extend my well, hand for a handshake. I don't think I want to, thanks. I'm just gonna pretend that I did. I, I'm sorry if that seems a little rude, it's just that I... It's not every day you meet a meat monster. I'm used to it, and genetically, I'm human. Okay, thank you. I just didn't uh, know what you were... I had a bit of a uh, mishap testing a prosthetic. Yeah, a little bit is a misstatement. I have to agree with you there. Understatement? That's the word. Now, come on, you three. Wait, so wait, are we, are we leaving Spite here? I will, I will, I will call the trio and see if they can get him out again or whatever they did last time. Are you talking about the kids? Yeah. Oh, cool. You know the kids too? Wait, which kids are you talking about? Oh, that's right. You, you guys are the ones that talked to them earlier. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm helping them with this case. Ah, good. You'll need to be in on this conversation that's being had at my lab here after a while too. I mean, if you'll trust Spite being here, by himself. I'm guessing Crowbar gave me his number? Yes, he did. Okay. Alright, I'm sending him a texting meet at the lab. Okay. Uh, and then we star wipe to the lab. Star wipe. Can you add an explosion? Once we walk through the door, we set, we, you know, we walk into the lab, we're nice and calm. I turn back to Grove and go, great, we're here. Now can you please explain what the hell happened? He chose the wrong face to fake. Excuse me? That Dr. Todd guy? Yes. Spike chose his face to go into the place. I had to fight a powerful artificial intelligence, but I've got all the files we need. Wait, hold on. Did you just say that he got the wrong face? Uh, apparently he stole something from Dr. Todd that can make him look like someone else. So he can change his identity? Could. 
Dr. Todd now has that particular piece of equipment back. Okay. Why would he need to change his face? Well, I mean... You I'm... guys saw what happened when he got caught. But, but I, I thought, thought, I thought, I thought Spike, Spike worked, worked with, with Spike Spectrum. Trump. If you will remember, we were told that he doesn't need to be seen in Spectrum due to the fact of him screwing up a mission. Mm. A mission specifically for that guy that was holding him up by the throat. Hey, um, not to be a stickler or anything, but what time did you say these kids were going to be here at? I checked the, uh, for a reply. Uh, it's, I don't know what kind of phone you got, but it says delivered. They might be, uh, they do not seem to have read the message yet. They may be busy. All right, uh, an hour passes by and, uh, Aaron calls it a night and he just goes, oh, I'd love to stay around with you guys, but, uh... I gotta go now, now that it is late. I've gone over some of the basic stuff from the files. Um, some of the stuff about where a good portion of the Null is, so on and so forth. Speaking of that, we still have Nelly, right? You guys still have N- Nelly. Now that, uh, so, so we just completely forgot. Oh, I am And sure. Aaron presumably also forgot. Oh, shit, well, th- that's, that's Aaron for you, though. I mean, if you've been paying attention to him. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's been bored for the last two hours, so, or hour, whatever I said, hour. He's been bored for the last hour, and he just forgot Nelly and left. Uh, doesn't have any of y'all's contact information. Yeah, Gremlin's been setting up a little projector so he can go through all this stuff with everyone. Okay, so does Aaron, uh, walk out the door and leave? Well, Aaron is gone. Okay. I wipe off the mask. He comes back! I'm just kidding. <laughs> you see him looking through the window. <laughs> no, he's, uh, I don't do that. I don't oh, worry. Oh, God. It was getting pretty hard to breathe in there. <laughs> Wait, did you make a mask out of a force field? Uh, kind of. That's what game. It was getting a lot harder to breathe in there. But, uh, I'm good. Not a bad idea. I gotta give you that, Allison. Thank you. No, Shadow. And please don't use that Shadow. name. In front of him, ever. Yeah, I, I got that. What do I call you when we're in front of him? Just Shadow? Shadow will be okay. Okay. Okay, so listen. I nearly died getting all this information, including part of the reason that apparently Dr. Todd really wanted me to join Spectrum so much. He wanted to keep me comatose and use parts of my body as bandages. That sounds gross. And limb replacements. How would that work? Did you like, rip a uh, part of your skin off and put it over their wounds? More or less. I, it's fairly similar. I don't... Oh, sorry. think that be legal. I'm pretty sure that would be very illegal. They just can't hell a person hostage like that. Well, obviously you guys didn't need Moo, the guy I gave her the number for before we all split up. Okay. Good kid. He's had me do a few body modifications. You said you gathered some information, folder information. Yes. About where the rest of Nelly, where, where is the rest of it? As soon as you say that, she jolts a little bit. I put my finger into the USB port of the projector. No, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross, but it works. Uh, so on the projector, you guys see a big old map of the DFW area. And if you zoom out, you guys know uh, around the edges of this little map, you guys see a bunch of red arrows that point outwards, too. Uh, also, a bunch of uh, dots in the area. So if you guys want to zoom out, y'all are free to do so. If y'all want to look and focus on Dallas, you guys can do that, too. All right, here's what we've got in our local area. Uh, the park that you guys were at, uh, underneath of that, there was a big deposit of it. We have to go back. Nelly pointed down, yes. You guys see a smatter of here and there, also in just random areas. Uh, real quick, I'm going to do and assess the situation to um, essentially figure out if these particular spots on the map have coordinate attached in some hidden way or other. 
Okay, so that was a four, so unless they're obvious, it's not happening. I mean, they're pretty obvious. You just have to fucking zoom out, but yeah. And that was my fourth miss, which fills my potential track. Oh, so you got a thing about Duhiki? Yes. Um, Do a Mickey. Mutate further and reveal another two abilities. John, you and I discussed this last time. Oh, yay. The abilities were going to be um, weapons and gadgets and alien technology. Uh, right. Quick thing. So, yes. On the location on the maps, do, does it show how much is there, or does it just point that oh, there's some here, or some there? It doesn't give you like a quantity of it. I mean, it's a. I would say it's a fairly simple uh, map to read. I don't know why Gremlin fucked up, but. Um... <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, so the little sm- smatterings here and there, those are, uh, th- by the way, this is a, uh, map from a, uh, fr- that was created, uh, a while back because of the fact that, you know, it's, uh, it was before, uh, Spite got kicked out and it was, uh, secretly stored on the computer, so there's that. Uh, but you guys notice that there are a couple of areas. They're pretty big. You guys have the area underneath of the park. You have just some random spot. You got one spot in Seattle, one spot in San Francisco, one spot in Toronto, Canada, and one spot in Sydney, Australia. And the ones that are in San Francisco, Toronto, and Sydney have a big X on them. And the one that is in Seattle uh, has an X on it as well. And it's uh, it, the date is stamped on there, and it's the most recent date. The one on Dallas is not entirely red. It looks like it has a, uh, I guess you could say, uh, loading bar kind of looking vibe on it. The other ones are complete circles, but this one is like a circle that's almost four-fifths of the way full. Okay. And you notice there's only that there were only that many circles on the map. Okay. That would be five circles. If I zoom in just into the, the Dallas-specific area, mm-hmm. um, you said there was... There's a few like specks circled around, like splattered around the city, correct? Right, right. And those specks uh actually have little labels on them, and they say uh not uh unimportant. Okay. Any anything like I don't know if I, if you if I will have to roll for this or any any of the locations of the spec anywhere where like heroes what like hero buildings either like something like Spectrum owns or or can I not tell from the map? No, uh, you can't tell. Uh, it's the the circle is on a uh, landmass. There is no building around it. Okay, so I guess we have to head back to the park. I don't think we can just dig up the park, though. Well, if we wait till nighttime, we can. I'm going to pull up a map of the uh, sewers and subway systems, see if anything goes directly under the park near where we need to go. I don't think there are any subway systems in Dallas. There's no subway systems. There are zero subway well, systems in Dallas. Okay, I'm going to be pulling up a sewage map then. Okay. That is what we call the poo-poo line. <laughs> I mean, it's right next to the Trinity River, so... Oh, God. <laughs> it's... Uh... I believe it's actually part of the dart system as the brown line. <laughs> is it really? Or are you making that up? I'm making uh, it no, up. Joke. I don't know what to think about the dart system. <laughs> Arlington people, come on. Mm. So, is there a um, route through there to the point that we need to get to? Um, for the point of roll, did you roll? Oh, that'd be an assess, right? Uh, sure. I mean, we just—that's all we do on this show. But yeah. <laughs> I want to do it too, in case he fails. <laughs> Twelve. Never okay. mind. Uh, through the sheer luck of this is fiction, uh, a sewer system exists around that area, but not enough fiction for a subway system. Because <laughs> that's just too fantastical. I'm sorry. 
too, too many people fly. <laughs> we can have magics and we can have dragons. But by golly, you try to add a subway system, this is going way too far. I mean, you can have a version of Clayface made of flesh. Well, actually, probably with, like, if a significant number of people have mobility powers, who says that we even have that good public transportation as we do now? I mean, right? I mean, you guys got fucking bikes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a disc, but hey, at least we have them, and trains, and bus, so chew on that. I mean, I wasn't really making a disc, I was making a reference to the last episode, but if you want to take it as a disc, that's fine. The tone in the voice. But, uh, <laughs> what time of day is it? You guys are still in that situation. I did say it was late night, and Aaron went to go to bed. But then again, maybe Aaron's an early sleeper. Okay, outside of uh, outside of the characters. Um, hey, Pa, is James gonna get in trouble for being home late? I don't know. Like, I did message that I'd be out late, but I don't know how late is allowed. You're a 17-year-old in high school, right? Yes. I know some 17-year-old... Uh, some 17-year-old kids get away with a lot in high school. That's the other thing, like, we, we know that I basically daily go out in costume and no one's found out. Right. Which, that's one hell of a twist of luck. So, here's the thing. <laughs> unfortunately, and also fortunately, fortunately your parents were neglectful, but also unfortunately, your parents are neglectful. <laughs> Okay, because my thing is, uh, I, if the, it shows that we have to go to the park, and I want to go to the park now. Uh, oh, I got this. You got a text message. It's from Aaron. Hey, you coming home soon? I don't know why you re- I read it in his voice. <laughs> I was painting the medium. <laughs> Couldn't see, but I, I was waving my hand. <laughs> and, the, like, the SpongeBob imagination thing. This is also painting the medium. <laughs> I guess in that case, I'm gonna, like, say to them, Hey, uh, I have to go home. How long has it been since he left? Would we get there on different dart trains? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, different dart trains for sure. Yeah, since if it's been at least 15 minutes, we're fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or you can shadow him also. <laughs> <laughs> so you learned something from your coworkers. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, God. it was his uncle that was... That my character just met. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's unless, hilarious. Though. Unless James said that out loud, we we do not currently know that. Yeah, no, I haven't said anything like him being my uncle. Despite knowing my actual name, none of you actually like know much about my like. You can infer stuff like the neglectful parent thing, I guess. But like, whenever we're in front of someone, I, I'm I will I, I will uh uh call you by your hero name, Captain Commando, <laughs> only because I don't I, again out of respect because I don't know who knows your identity. I don't know how many people do know your identity. I'm not gonna call you James, even though that's what I think your right. name is. First off, two things. One, he hates being called Combat Commando, and two, it's Combat Commando. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Captain Commando better, but okay. Uh, Allison, you gotta be getting home soon, too, or...? Um, I mean, if if James can, does cannot join us, then... Oh, well, you guys do that. I'm going to check out the uh, sewers around the park. 
we can meet up here tomorrow after school or whatever. By the way, uh, your two characters would notice that I'm like half my normal size right now. Would we? I mean, yeah, how often do you change size? For all I know, yeah, for all we know, you morphed weirdly. Well, here's the thing. With all the excitement that's been going on, I haven't had time to go to the meat market. Uh, question. Do you, do you buy meat at the meat market? Do they know you by name, or...? It's doubtful that they know me by name, but they do know that there's this weird guy that comes through and buys a lot of meat here and there. Do they weigh you at the end to make sure you didn't steal any meat? <laughs> More than likely. Oh, this is a weird visual. I oh, just... God! <laughs> I see him walking through the meat market and goes, hey, just throw it in. And he, like, opens his belly. <laughs> Oh, God! That was funny, and then it wasn't. Oh, Oh God. I am a Lovecraftian horror. Oh, God. Lovecraft doesn't have to permeate everything. (laughs) They're, like, super freaked out, and you go to pay, and they're like, it's fine. It's like, no, really, I'm good for it. Get out. Get get out. Uh, I think you've single-handedly turned more than one person into a vegan at this point, Gremlin. Uh, so did you, uh, okay, really quickly, because I know it sounds really, um, really weird that Gremlin is getting alien technology, but we've kind of discussed that he, uh, through looking at files and stuff in the science department, he's kind of looked up some alien tech schematics. So he knows a little bit about that shit, uh, which is why he has some access to that kind of information. He ended up pulling a lot of the research and development files. <laughs> so I'm going to make this one brief because I don't want to fucking split you guys up again. Um, because I don't want to deal with that bullshit anymore. Uh, Gremlin, did you want to go scope out the sewer system that you said you were going to? Yes. And, you know, get myself some meat so I'm proper size. Okay, meat first, then sewer? Sewer first, then clean off and get meat. The meat's probably on the way to the park. Does that happen same day or next day? Um, you want to do this really quickly at night, or do you want to do it the next day before they go? Uh, he's doing it really quick that night. Uh, you've arrived to the uh, sewer system that you uh, meticulously navigated through, making sure that your bodily uh, flesh doesn't touch any of the rancid, terrible things in there. I need you to roll a constitution fortitude save. I'm just kidding. Um, you don't get poisoned. Um, as you walk through... Well, considering it's all <laughs> organic matter. Oh, shit. Please don't tell me you're tur- you, you're not turning... You're not putting the shit in your body. Um, no. Okay. You, okay, so as you do this, and I'm really glad that you picked some of your shit, because uh, this is actually going to be kind of interesting. Uh, as you uh, get closer to the location that the sewer uh, points out, uh, do you have, what uh, what part of your body is electronic? Um, as far as electronics right now, I have my phone and the super taser. And the, oh, fuck, I forgot you had the super taser with you. As you get closer to the area that you have um, figured out about, you feel something, and it's... Speaking to you. It's not in any language you understand. It sounds more like guttural growls and just, it sounds kind of like, almost like pigs squealing in unison. Um, not in unison, but like frantically, like multiple ones. Uh, kind of just spazzing out. But you can tell they're saying something in some other language. And as you get closer to it, you notice that there's a large wall. It's made of concrete and at first glance, you can you think it's part of the sewer. But as you get closer to it, you can see that there's like a crack in the wall. It goes all the way down, and that's not supposed to be there. And I don't know if you wanna uh, what if you wanna do anything here. 
I will squeeze enough through that I can see what's on the other side. You look through and, uh, I'm assuming just an eyeball? Yeah. Okay, uh, the crack is pretty small, so, um, hmm, I don't know if you... Sure, you can do this. I send some goo through and create an eyeball, basically. Okay, yeah, I'll let you do this. Um, Mr. Fantastic poke... shit. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic shit. So uh, this will be an assessment <laughs> situation, I take it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You're an expert at this shit anyways. It's all we do. Uh, ten. <laughs> okay. Oh, ten is a successful, then. You get two questions, right? Yes. All right, go ahead. Ask First away. question is obviously, what am I seeing? Uh, you see, in the, uh, from what you can see, you see a big tub of. It's a big clear tub, and inside of it, you see what you can muster up is actually the null. It's rumbling around in there, and it's got this arm kind of crawling out of it, and it's crawling back in down. And as it does that, you notice that it creates more arms, and they just kind of sp- uh, spin around and. They're just kind of... I, I, I'm doing it with my hands. I realize I can't do this in radio. Um, they're kind of uh, curling around and uh, spazzing around. And they're obviously the thing that's creating the sound. You can hear that it's from that general direction. And off to your left and the right, on, on either side of that uh, tub, you see uh, behind... Uh, in, uh, kind of obstructing your view in front of you, there are these racks of, um, of different chemicals and stuff. But in the back, you can see... Uh, in between these chemicals, you can see a row of uh, beds. Some of them are empty, and you notice that some of them have people on them. And you recognize, actually, all of these people. You see your assistants that were supposedly in a uh, in a Spectrum facility. Uh, and then you see Tony, Mary, and Jesus, Vapored. And I want to sneak up All right, my second him, question. Hit him across the head and be like, he found my lair. <laughs> boom, boom, Alice is the bad guy. <laughs> Do any of these people seem to be in danger or harm? In harm or in danger, okay. Um, that is your second question. Uh, but you only get one of those. I'm saying, your assistants, you can tell, are, in, are, are catatonic, as catatonic as they were previously. For Tony and the other two, you notice that they are still alive and they are breathing properly. They are not catatonic. They have not been hurt or damaged. They don't seem to be in any sort of immediate danger. You don't sense any other presences in the room. Only the Null and the three kids. So they're not catatonic. They just seem to be asleep, basically. Mm -hmm. They are asleep. And um, I'll give you this one as a freebie. On the table, you see their uh, cell phones. And uh, Tony's cell phone... One of the cell phones. I don't really... really, It doesn't really matter whose it is. You see one of the cell phones uh, ringing. And it just... uh, It's kind of... uh, It's ringing, vibrating, and it's very bright. Well, I'm going to finish getting in the room since it does not look like there is danger in the room. Right, I'm not lying to you. There's just there's no oh danger. Oh god, do you really want to do this by yourself? You saw what happened last time. Okay, there's three kids and my assistant in here. Yes. I know that Dr. Todd is doing experiments with the null. I'm at least checking to see what the phone says. Alright, so, hold on. So, uh, really quick. Your character, I'm assuming at this point, is I, I think we've already figured out. He's kind of neutral about this shit. Yeah, except for the fact that Dr. Todd wants to turn him into Band-Aids and he doesn't like that idea. Yeah, no, you see the cell phone and it is, uh, you see a picture of, uh, what you can, uh, I don't remember if, uh, Nightingale was in the same scene with, uh, with, uh, uh, with Gremlin or if that was just with, um, you, Allison. That was just Allison. That was just Allison. Okay. Uh, you see a picture of a, uh, Hispanic, uh, black woman kind of, uh, mixed. 
with uh, blonde hair, and you see on the screen it says Garcia Moses, and it you see a uh, you see that it's been ringing, and underneath of that you see a slew of text messages, and it says Where are you? Tracking is off. Can't find you. It's like it's like please respond. And if you look closely, you see that these text messages have been going off for four hours. So I'm going to examine the three kids and um, see if they're uh, basically under the effect of null real quick. Uh, yes, they are uh, currently under the effect of Null itself. They have been uh, depowered, and they are just catatonic. Not catatonic, they're just asleep. Uh, but from what you've remembered, um, I'm sorry for, impl- for in- implanting memories back into you, but from what you've remembered, uh, Null doesn't uh, necessarily kill metahumans. It only suppresses their abilities because Null can't actually kill them. It only kills uh, normal humans. Normies. Normies. So they're probably tranquilized as well. Yeah, they're tranquilized. It acts as a tranquilizer uh, if uh, done in extreme doses. Uh, it's never capable enough to straight up kill a metahuman. Because the null overtaxes itself trying to protect itself from the genes of uh, the genes and the cells of a metahuman. But for some metahumans, like you, who require your power to be alive, that's a different story. Yeah, I can work to remove it from someone else, but that's about all I can do to handle it, basically, is what we went over. At the moment, just sending Allison a message saying, We have a problem. 